Thanks for tuning back in, McKenna's podcast, a new name, still undecided. First week in June, no baseball, no hockey, no basketball, football still planning to play. We'll talk about sports later. Of course, we are going to kick off this podcast. We're going to talk about some pizza and a couple of different places because Bella's from Long Branch makes a return to the podcast after it's probably been about two months since we've had Bella's. But this time around, we do Bella's, and last time we got, I believe, um, might have been two square pies where it was their grandpa style, which is uh, almost like a hybrid of a Sicilian and a thin crust. You know what I mean? So picture kind of like that medium, thick, thin crust, Sicilian style different taste and then we got the classico which is more like a margarita um couldn't speak more highly about those pies after having bellas for the first time in 10 years about two months ago and uh, a shout out to alex as well who's over at bellas i appreciate you sharing my podcast and so this time around we we get a round pie and it's half plain half sausage and peppers and i guess i've just been on a square pie kick lately into those margarita slices and let me tell you i thought frederico's and tuzio's had some of the best round pies i've had in a long time bella's is right up there if you live in monmouth county go check out bella's right now yes we normally talk about the the portions of the sauce and the cheese but this pie had character and you're probably thinking to yourself how the heck does pizza have character Character is when you can associate something with, and in a good way. And Bella's has a certain taste that is similar to Luigi's, which you've heard on other podcasts here, where it's almost undescribable, and I can't compare it to anything else. I don't know if it's the oil that they're using at Bella's, but it's just you take a couple bites out of that pizza, whether it's a plain, a pepperoni, sausage and peppers, bubugats, you know the deal. And it's just like, oh, wow, this is Bella's pizza. You could be blindfolded, put a pizza in front of you, have a few tastes of pies, and you'd probably be able to identify Luigi's and Bella's right off the bat. The crust, very unique from any other pie in this area. Thin crust for the most part, right? And then outside perimeter gets a little thicker. Not quite like Frederico's. Couldn't speak more highly about Frederico's. But... Uh, wasn't I just didn't know what to expect for a round pie from Bella's and gotta say we're, we're gonna go back we'll get a round pie we'll get a grandpa we'll do the classico so great stuff from Bella's and let's transition over to a very talk about unique pizza how about Zachary's in Long Branch the staple or excuse, is it West Long Branch I can't tell you know a sidewalk like separates towns here in Monmouth County or a, a piece of dust so Zachary's has been doing the whole Monday night special or it's like what like buy one pizza get another one for six dollars I don't know buy one get one free yes you either kind of like Zachary's or you don't you're not in between you either love it or you don't I'm a guy who loves Zachary's it's quesadilla pizza beyond thin crust fantastic taste talk about flavor and talk about association character Again, I've never tasted anything quite like Zachary's because Zachary's is a unique breed. Some people will bring up Brothers. Some people will bring up Pete and Elda's. 
Are they all owned by the same people? They might have been. I don't know. I should have done my research. But Zachary's, I don't know if it might be the sauce at Zachary's where there's not a ton of it. There's not a ton of cheese because let's keep in mind it is quesadilla pizza. It will break on you. But it is. It it is like unique and it's just like it's easy to eat. It's tasteful. Um, The deal on Monday nights are cool. I'd rather go on a different night when there aren't hundreds of people there and waiting and it's crowded and there's so many pizzas coming out. That's just me. But speaking of character, how about Major League Baseball? We'll briefly talk about Major League Baseball because they may not come back while other sports may try to. We, we, we don't know if when hockey comes back or the NBA, if they'll even be able to finish. Will that ruin things for football? We don't know. So let's move on. But one thing we do know is that Major League Baseball might be the only sport that doesn't attempt a comeback because of money and the players and the relationship with the owners, which is a shame. Because right now, if the players decide, hey, look, you know, the owners said we're going to get X, Y, and Z percent cut originally, and then they come back and say a different thing, now we're going to make even more or less money, potentially less games than they originally offered, we're not going to play. Okay. So you don't play. I was one of those guys, like, I don't think baseball should come back originally. But if it does, great, because 9 out of 10 people want to see it back, other than myself. What if we go into next year, and you still aren't playing baseball? Like, we just, we can't do it. You know, it's quote-unquote unsafe. It doesn't make sense. Money comes into the realm again. So, you're going to go into this year and not make any money as a baseball player, when you could be making millions. Now you're not going to make anything, and next year we don't know if you're going to be playing. Let's keep that in mind for baseball. And speaking of baseball, on a positive note, I'm always curious about stadiums. I think even if you're a baseball fan or not, nowadays you can always enjoy going to baseball stadiums and just taking in the scenes, the sights, the smells, the sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the ordeal. But I will say, I grew up being a Mets fan, supported the Red Sox, strongly disliked the Yankees. But I will always say my favorite MLB stadium that I've ever been to of all time is the old Yankee Stadium that was replaced by the new Yankee Stadium in 2009. There was something about the old Yankee Stadium that, again, we're just going to go back to character. You couldn't define it. You had to be there to see it, to believe it. You used to walk into the old Yankee Stadium. There was like this guy playing the trumpet on the side. You had a lot of just energy outside of it. It had this old classic feel. And back then on the main concourse... You'd walk around, and you'd have to go through a tunnel, right? Like, you know, we're talking 12 feet, whatever. Like, picture old stadiums and arenas where you kind of walk through those those tunnels to get down either up the stairs or down the stairs. You have two options, or you can go left, right, to get your seats. So you couldn't see the field from the concourse, which made it even that much more majestic, I would say, is because you're walking in the stadium. Like I said, you have this, like, classic music going on you really do you have those new york vibes and you can kind of hear the crowd in the stadium from the main concourse but you can't see it and sometimes what we can't see just leads up to that that anticipation so that that is just a few aspects i miss about the old yankee stadium um and what i remember when i used to go to games with my father and again take in mind i you know i was a mets fan but the old yankee stadium was was very cool 
you got goosebumps when you walked into the old old Yankee Stadium, and that's whether you're a Red Sox fan or a Mets fan. But hopefully, baseball can figure this situation out. If they come back, they come back. At least they tried. It wasn't over money. Bellas and Zachary's, check it out. Stay tuned for upcoming pizza reviews. This is not just another podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully soon, I'll see you at the rink.